Kingsford in round three of the St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League. Welcome to James Stevens Kells Road Ground for this Senior Hurling League encounter between Dixborough and Danesport. Dixborough flying high in the league at the moment. They've uh, played two, they've won two. Danesport, well, they've played two and they have lost two. But there's enough in the performances so far to suggest that maybe, just maybe, there's a little more in them. The sun is shining, there's a slight breeze blowing from what you might call the Danesport end back towards uh, the city end and there is a good lot of people watching this one we don't have the horrific conditions that we had on Friday night the ball is in the game is on it is Dixborough against Danesport Adrian Ronan is with me for this game it's Dixborough who have the first clean possession Fenley hits it down the line looking inside for the run of Killian Buckley who wasn't named to start but we all knew he would he's at wing forward he's just inside the 45 just standing inside the line he lets a shot go it goes to the near side and wide or does it go over the umpire still putting on on the white coat but the other one indicates that it is wide and less than a minute gone scoreless in the game Adrian you've spotted a few changes you might as well give them to us there actually we'll come back to that because Danesport are on the attack through Colin Phelan who's inside the 13 metre line he's being tackled hard by another man who wasn't named to start but who has Evan Cody and they get it out Ollie Walsh was the intended target he missed it but coming back to sweep it up is Killian Buckley in the wing back position stands on his own 45 dinks it over the top for Ollie Walsh to run onto but fair play to Dermot Phelan he read it really well got it up to Cahill Carney Cahill Carney hits it long but it's caught very well by a Dixborough defender who gets it outside to Timmy Clifford Timmy Clifford has a look plans the feet hits it up towards the 65 Dixborough have the possession is that a shot or a dropping ball it's a dropping ball into the 20 metre line it's a fantastic catch and a good turn Bill Sheehan the captain Sheehan Bounce towards the goal, but a really good save by Paddy Hogan. And Paddy Hogan hits it out, but it's intercepted by a dick for a hand. Shane Stapleton, the former Dublin hurler, Shane Stapleton hits it over the crossbar and Dixborough lead by one point to no score as legendary former Dixborough fullback Kieran Cuddy gives me the thumbs up as he walks by. Ronnie, what are you making of it so far? Kieran Cuddy is delighted with that one. He is. <laughs> well, I like to make stuff up in commentary. <laughs> Coming through is Robbie Walsh, the captain, the corner forward, hits a hand pass inside. He was aiming it to Richie Hogan. Hogan was completely bottled up there. This game hasn't led up so far. It's given us no time to tell you the actual team news. You've nearly heard us mention every player at this stage. Kicking it out towards the wing is Robbie Walsh deep inside Dixborough territory inside the 13 metre line close to the end line have they run out of pitch they have it's a 65 to Danesport Dixborough leading by one point to no score and uh, Danesport have the 65 right Ronnie go through yeah, the changes number if of you changes. can uh, Evan Cody's on for Stephen Darmody Shane Stapleton's on for Killian Hackett and Killian Buckley is on for Harry Shine so no Harry Shine no Stephen Darmody and no Killian Hackett from what I can see uh, uh, that means that the Borough as I said, a mid change. Evan Cody's on, uh, Shane Stapleton and Killian Buckley. That's three of their 2017 uh, county final team back and two changes on the Danes. Four team. Darren O'Neill loses out and Stephen Nohany plays and Ben Whitty, I don't see. He's and there he taking the 65. Right in front of... Him he's taking the 65. Uh, well, he was behind the crowd of people. You see, was the issue there. So you couldn't see him. Uh, he bends, lifts, strikes and puts it over the crossbar. It's one point apiece. The 65 was about two or three metres off that left touchline. It was a really good strike from Ben Whitty. And now it is uh, Ollie Walsh who takes the possession. He's inside his own 45. Goes with the hand pass. Tom Kenny tries to scoop it. Tom Kenny couldn't take it cleanly. Aidan Nolan is back to try and win it. And uh, the referee is given a free out. Oh, sorry to cut across it. Dan Dolan is wearing 22. That's the run of Dan Dowling. He's wearing 22. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. He's wearing his number 12. Sorry. He's pinned the field. And there's a new man on on the far side, James Mullally. 
I'm not sure who he's on for. Okay. Well, we'll see as yep. the game goes on. One point apiece, not long gone in this match, live on KCLR. Taking the free is Shane Stapleton. He's just outside his own 45. Hits it down into the corner forward position. Bill Sheehan is the target. Sheehan has his back to goal, turning, twisting. Can he get a shot away? No, it's a hand pass to uh, Killian Buckley, who has a shot. Planted the feet on the 20 metre line at a very tight angle. Is the white flag going to be raised? No, it's a wide. It's a wide. One point apiece early in this match. And the sunshine in Kells Road. Richie Hogan is the intended target. The Danesford man tries to take it inside the 45. He can't take it. Try to shovel it up now is uh, Paddy Hickey. Paddy Hickey lost it and Danesford have it. Uh, well, they've got defending to do as Ollie Walsh hits it forward down the line towards Bill Sheehan. Bill Sheehan tangling there with cornerback Dermot Phelan. Phelan did really well and now taking it out is Paul Murphy. Paul Murphy did really well there. A long ball from cornerback Adam Byrne right into the lava of Richie Hogan who's on the 45 he turns he hits it in towards that kind of clubhouse corner and over. it's a wide but yeah it, it did look over, over me, yeah. but it's still a one point apiece here that looked over I think Richie was unfortunate there it looked over the linesman Peter Burke on this side didn't agree so a wide but an uncharacteristic wide by Richie but Shane Stapleton as I said he's had a huge addition to adds huge experience and this is a man has been doing so well for the borough Tom Kenny a man that a lot of people in Kilkenny would feel that should be on the Kilkenny panel Gaffney takes and he's trying to get around the fullback Des Dunn he's still going no he goes to ground he lost it that was fantastic work from Des Dunn today was the first time I actually saw him really up close he's a big presence and a decent hurler as well Danesford go long but it was oh almost interesting by Shane Stapleton let it slip out of the hand Moylan is there to back him up but the break has been won by Danesford on that uh, far side as we look from the grass bank they're playing it along that uh, kind of uh, dugout side but Dixborough have turned it over Dixborough coming down the park Ollie Walsh wants it he mightn't get it it's a strike from just outside the 45 inside Danesford territory middle of the pitch Timmy Clifford hits it wide it remains one point apiece with four minutes gone here on a beautiful sunny day lots of people watching this one as Danesfort go for a first victory in the Senior Hurling League, the St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling League this season, and Dixborough look to uh, continue their winning streak. A long shot from the far side as we look, the dugout side, it goes wide, it remains one point apiece, four and a half minutes gone in this game. We will be going around to the other grounds, by the way, to all the other action that's taking place this afternoon, but for the moment, we're keeping our eye on this one. A long puck out comes from the goalkeeper, that's uh, batted down by Killian Buckley. Buckley surrounded by three black and amber jerseys, of course, Danesfort in the black and amber jerseys, Dixborough in the maroon it's won back brilliantly by own Fenley Fenley tried to pick a pass to Killian Buckley but he was ambushed there and it's won back great battling qualities from Danesport shown so far today and they are in a battle Adrian aren't they they yeah, have they to are. stand up today no this is a big ask for uh, Danesport because they have been uh, under pressure the Borough certainly the farm team into going into this championship doing very very well and there's another man that has plenty of experience Andy Gaffney great score by Andy brilliant ball down into the corner to Gaffney he took it just outside the 20 metre line he wasn't that far into the pitch off the sideline but he zipped it over really good score two points to one uh, Dixborough lead in this game just over five minutes gone can Danesport respond quickly no they can't Ali Walsh takes it on his own 45 stick pass down to Killian uh, Buckley Buckley inside finds the runner and old Fenley Fenley flicks it back out to Buckley who has to lean over and take it on the run Buckley inside the 45 coming in off the right wing bringing it into a kinder angle and Buckley flights it over good score Dixborough three points Danesport one point five minutes and 42 seconds gone in the first half Ronnie yeah Killian Buckley playing wing far for anyone that's listening an unusual position for him but as that's to tell you the strength and depth that uh, Dixborough men have but Buckley marking a big af afternoon for young Stephen Dotton a young man marking the experience Buckley but an interesting move to see Buckley um Ocean, you mentioned earlier with the Donald O'Rourke influence, they're playing a, a type of game this year, going through the channels, playing it, as you can see, a lot of ball going through the hands of the different players and uh, running off their shoulders. So an interesting style of play for the Borough, not normally seen in Kilkenny hurling. A long ball was played in by Danes Forts. 
it was fumbled wide Dixborough went with a quick puck out but they were told to bring it back now they've tried to work it down into the full forward line but it's really well taken by Des Dunn Des Dunn finds a short stick pass to Byrne Byrne tries to play it out he's found his teammate now it's into the hands of Paul Murphy who's just outside his own 45 nah. that's a launcher that NASA will be proud of has it gone over no it hasn't it's a wide three points to one Dixborough lead Ronnie I was listening to you last week on my way up to Carlo for the uh, county final you were in Bennett's Bridge it sounds to me like Dixborough had a lot of chances but were wasteful with the ball it's happening again this week you're dead right uh, Oshin and they've done it already they've, the shooting boots are not on they've been poor whites this looks like it will go over though Paddy Hickey that's gone over but they've had poor whites but that's they need every score they can get Oshin with the wind with a good score by Paddy Hickey it's a monster point from Paddy Hickey and it's three points to two in favour of Dixborough early in this game uh, about eight minutes gone in the match as Dixborough go hunting. They're bringing it up to the 45. A good flick in there by the cornerback, Adam Byrne. And the referee spots that there was a foul by Dixborough. It's a free out to Danesport on their own 45. Dixborough, as we said, playing against a very strong wind. So they'll be reasonably happy with three points to two and a point up. Oshin, and as we said, the last few games, they've been very, very good uh, at this stage. Four, two wins out of two. So again, going for heading for top of the table if they can win today. McGinn and Douglas Louise have scored goals for Aston Villa. They lead Everton by two goals to nil at half-time in the Premier League. West Ham taking on Chelsea at half-past four. Brendan Hennessy, a huge Chelsea fan, no doubt, would be watching that one. Long ball sent down the line. Dixborough sweep it up. Tom Kenny gets it outside, running after the Zevin Cody. Cody had to do some work to get there, but he did. Stapleton takes it, crosses his own 45, flicks a hand pass inside. Tom Kenny was running on the inside shoulder. Dixborough looking to go long again. Actually, they go kind of low and short-ish to Bill Sheen, who came out in front, trying to turn his man. He's inside the 45, at a tight enough angle, shortens the grip, kind of. Lets one fly. Bill Sheen, if that goes over, it's a good one, but it's wide. There's a bit of a swirl in that breeze. It's Dixborough three points, Danesport two points. Yeah, poor wide for Bill Sheen. Again, had a great chance, won the ball brilliantly, but I suppose if it's exactly Teal, he's not reliable enough with all the possession he got. Cottle Carney, a young man from Danesport, this will go over, I'd say... That's yep. an exquisite score, an excellent score from Carney, who was standing on the left between the 65s, roughly kind of to the left of that central channel of the pitch, if you were to put the pitch into three channels, and he scored the equaliser. Three points apiece in this game. They're level for the second time, and there's just under 10 minutes gone in this match. That's a big score for Danesport. Interesting, Brian Minogue is on the goal, and not Dara Hulan as well, so the Borough obviously, what did they say, uh, giving everyone a chance of this rollover their players, I suppose. Dan's 40 and everything with this window sheet. Paul Murphy hits it long from just outside the 20 metre line. He's aiming down the line towards Richie Hogan. Richie Hogan now trying to win the breaking ball, but it is taken by Dixborough. Here's Niall Rowe. Niall Rowe with a zippy stick pass to Shane Stapleton, who had to kind of kill it with the first touch, let it drop on the ground, and then gather it with the second touch. He hits it out to the wing. Dixborough move it inside to the full forward Mark Nolan but Mark Nolan is standing on the 65 inside the Danesport half and Mark Nolan hits a wondrous score from a long long distance 4-3 uh, Dixborough lead yeah great score by Mark Nolan he got three great points the last day against O'Loughlin's and again a young man uh, but a big man and again you look at the Borough team very big and strong but Mark Nolan wearing 14 out middle of the field and he blocked down the Danesport man trying to take the shot there that man was uh, Brian McDonald. McDonald hits a crossfielder Dixborough do they have a sweeper back there Ronnie are they uh, playing the sweeper no no they're just very strong and very good <laughs> at this stage but no they don't have a sweeper at this stage yeah it, ju it just looks like they do because they're winning an awful lot of ball back yeah. there and they always look like they've got a spare man that's a high tackle I think from Liam Moore 
and it will be a free out to Dainsford which is taken quickly by Paul Murphy gives it to Byrne we'll come to you in a second because I know you spotted something there it was actually Dan Dowling who's dropped deep inside Dan Dowling with the low hopping ball inside the Dixborough 45 but it's intercepted really well and Dixborough play it out it's taken on the 65 hand pass to Killian Buckley Buckley using his speed to get a bit of space for a shot and Buckley's shot was partially blocked there by uh, Dotney who got across and just got something on it it got all the way back to the goalkeeper but it was low and Paddy Hogan was able to gather and go long and Robbie Walsh is trying to gather it here he's got his back to goal here can Dainsford get a shot off that's McDonnell who has a shot it's blocked by a Dixborough defender still the Borough lead by one point to nil or four points to three I beg your pardon Tom Kent they lead by one point I got confused there the, the basic message was the same yeah. Dainsford taking the ball inside the 65 it's hit to Paddy Hickey Paddy Hickey is standing just inside the Dixborough 65 goes for a launcher from a tight enough angle and hits it wide it remains Dixborough and it'll be clear this time 4 points Dainsford 3 points we've got just over 10 minutes gone in the game you asked about the sweeper Mark Nolan Dixborough playing with a 2 man full forward line. Mark Nolan has come out as a 3rd man midfielder there's a great catch by Buckley so that's what they've done they've played 4 across the half back line they're not playing with your traditional sweeper but yet as I said Mark Nolan wearing 14 he's come out the field and they're sitting here against the window with their half-back line. So, um, not playing with the traditional sweeper, but playing with a two-man full forward line, Oshin. Well, I always feel an element of sympathy for co-commentators because <laughs> you have to pick the details menswear man of the match and it's always a tough choice in these games because so many players stand up, so many players show what they're made of. If you're choice is the same as Ronnie's then you could win a 50 euro voucher for details menswear uh, 0839696 is the text line number to text your uh, guess for player of the match Dixborough have a free between the 65 and the 45 it's going to be struck by Gaffney Gaffney hits it wide it remains 4 points to 3 Dixborough I don't know if this is an overly accurate statement but it seems to me that they're keeping Dainsford in the game with their wides with about 13 minutes gone yeah I make it 4 wides Borough and maybe 5 wides Dainsford but I could be contradicted Aoife Long high dropping ball and it goes off to the keepers Quick left and wide so that's a 5th wide for Dixborough and a 4th wide for uh, Dainsford Again, Dixborough, as I said, playing through the channels, they have influence of Don O'Rourke and the Cork style of hurling, but they're taking quick, sharp puck outs. That's gone to, looks like it should be going to Buckley, or not to Buckley, to Ollie Welsh. So again, they have the overlap against the wind. Ollie Welsh arches his back, lifts it up on the run between the 65s, gets it inside to own Fenley. Fenley between the 65 and the 45, doesn't catch it right at all, and Hogan takes it, and Hogan goes outside to Des Dunn. Des Dunn makes his way over the 20 metre line. Des Dunn trying to get a pass away, which he does, but it's intercepted brilliantly here by. Uh, Number 19, Shane Stapleton. Stapleton inside to Buckley. Sheehan's free. Sheehan just inside the 13. Central position. Sheehan's still going. Is he fouled? He lost the slitter. It's a brilliant tackle. I think it might have been Byrne who got back or was it Dowling? Either way, brilliant stuff from Dainsford. It wasn't Dowling because he's standing right in front of us here. Great tackle by the cornerback. And Looks that like. is brilliant from Dainsford. It remains four points to three in favour of Dixborough. And here they come again. Sheehan takes the bouncing ball in hand. Trying to shake off the defender. Just outside the 20 metre line. Turning, twisting, looking for space, looking for an angle. Picks out a runner on the way through. He gathers it on the stick. That's Liam Moore. Drops it. Gets it up again. He's inside the 13. Tries to go with a hand pass. Back out to Bill Sheehan who's outside the 20 metre line. Just outside the D. Gives it to Stapleton. Stapleton fumbles it. Gets it again. Stapleton lets one go. Shortens the grip. That goes between the sticks. Dixborough five points. Danes for three points. Dixborough might still be thinking that they should have had a goal a moment ago. Yeah. But that uh, point was really well taken. It's 5-3 in favour of Dixborough against Danesford. Almost halfway through the uh, first half. Let's go around the grounds and find out what's uh, happening elsewhere. Uh, Robbie Dowling is back at base alongside Shane. 
Thanks very much, Ushin. Yeah, the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Intermediate League Group A game must be coming to a end as of now. Ten minutes into the second half, it was two eleven to seven points in favour of Moon Coin. Eddie Doyle is in Ballyhale. What's the story now, Eddie? Yeah, Shane, we have thirty-one minutes gone, and it's currently two twenty. Moon Coin, thirteen points to Gordon to Young Ireland. It's been on Moon Coin again all this game, but in the second half as well. The main man for Moon Coin being Paul Welch. He's currently has two five score from from play, Shane. He has six points from freeze, but two five from play. He's been a real difference. Every time the ball's gone in there, he's looked dangerous. New Orleans have tried a couple of different men on him, but no, he's been really, really good. Sean Gannon as well, playing well at midfield. He's got three points from play as well. Adam Croke in the corner had a really good second half as well. But look at this. It's all been Moonquine for New Orleans. It's been a really tough day, to be fair. Really tough day. Paul Vignati, again, as the last day, he scored three points. Probably been the only only forward maybe to, to, to be a bit of a threat, all right. But as I said, Shane, it's 32 minutes gone there now, and it's 2.20 now to 14 points in Ballyhale. Thanks very much. I appreciate that, Eddie. Robbie, you have an update from the junior games. Kilmacow were taking on St. Patrick's. Galmoy going up against Winegap. Winegap are down to 14 men, I believe. Yeah, they are down to 14 men, Shane, but they are winning by 11 points as oh. we approach full time there. Winegap, five goals and 18 points. Galmoy, 22 points. Jack Doyle with another goal, along with a strike from Sean Power from the last time I spoke to you. It means they have an 11 point lead going into the additional time there, and it looks like Winegap are going to close out. Uh, what has become quite a comfortable victory despite the fact Emmett Landy got a red card mid uh, towards the end of the first half. So Wine Gap 5 goals and 18 points, Galmite 22 points a win almost certainly assured there for Wine Gap in the junior ranks and a win almost certainly assured as well for St. Patrick's Ballyragget. 1 goal and 19 points to 10 points to Ballyragget in, uh, in favour of them against uh, Kilmacow. So they are quite comfortable at the moment. A 12 point lead for St. Patrick's Ballyragget and 11 point lead for Winegap and they are both going to close out victories this afternoon. St. Patrick's getting off to their first win after the loss to Piddletown in the open around 4-16 to 19 points there. It's not the last game of the evening as well. We'll be bringing you reports from John Locks versus Bower Rangers. That's thrown in at 4 o'clock on the junior side of things and then Carrick Shock taking on the Lachlan's at half 4. But right Right now we have Dainsford going up against Dixford. Dainsford certainly putting up to him. How's it going now, Oshin? Andy Gaffney has just stuck one into the back of the net. A long ball played down the line. He was one-on-one -on -one with the defender. He took it. He was facing out the way, but he turned the defender, got inside and put it past Paddy Hogan, who could do nothing to stop it. So it's Dixborough 1-5, Dainsford 4 points. The only thing you missed aside from that goal while you were away going around the grounds is a Ben Whitty score from a free Richie Hogan hitting one from just inside the 45 falling while he hits it will it go over no it won't the goalkeeper takes a quick puck out gives it to Wally Walsh I think it was too quick because the ball was actually nearly still in play when he struck it that was a wonderful goal by Andy Gaffney yeah. Ronnie and it means that Dixborough lead 1-5 to 4 points but the build up here in the middle of the field is Shane Stapleton having a major influence on the game with Ollie Welch as well and Ryan Buckley but a one a one on one with Andy Gaffney and for me Andy Gaffney has looked sharp the last day he had a great game against Huey Lawler and he's doing quite well there but isolating uh, Des Dunn and not easy for a full back on a one-to-one -one. Fenley Salmon's name until Kenny Hurland Yep, Fenley zips the ball down to Bill Sheehan who turns on the 65 tries to get away from the defender kind of blindly flicks it outside and running onto it now is Stephen Doheny Doheny is inside his own 65 makes his way through the middle loses the ball in contact Dixborough turn it over what can they do with it Stapleton plants the feet hits a dipping ball down the line to Gaffney Gaffney's being followed by Dunn has Dunn fouled him the referee says yes it's a free into Dixborough who lead by 1-5 to 4 points it is the St. Canis's Credit Union uh, Senior Hurling League live on KCLR and Adrian Ronan is on analysis Adrian we've got a 
stoppage in play the water bottles are being flung on because it's a very very hot day Andy Gaffney is down Des Dunn is down both men will be fine what have you made of this game so far? Well again the game so far of course it gives you the strength and depth of the Borough team that they can they can make three changes and bring on Evan Cody bring on Shane Stapleton and kill Killian Buckley and that tells you the strength and depth that the Borough have playing against a strong wind they're playing a two man full forward line playing in a, an adventurous type of hurling I suppose not used to the Kilkenny hurling where we're bringing the ball through the channel and for me um, Oshin these are what these guys the Borough guys are one of the teams that will be uh, fancying their chances again the Shamrocks this year they're very strong very big very mobile and again have a panel as I said and again with the likes of O'Loughlin's and other teams they will be breathing down the likes of the Shamrocks but look some of their foreign players particularly Gaffney again today he's looked sharp the last day he looked sharp again today and Borough playing very good ball into him and putting pressure on the Dan's Fort full back line tough afternoon for Dan's Fort I'm afraid Gaffney against the breeze it has to be said in the first half facing kind of back down towards Dane Sports bending, lifting, striking taking this free just outside the 20 metre line to the left of the D he puts it over and Dixper extend their lead it's 1-6 to 4 points and Dixper are absolutely cruising at the moment but of course uh, score lines can be very much changed very quickly in a game of hurling and that's what Danesport are hoping to do here in a positive sense for them Carney wins it launches it into the corner Robbie Walsh is running after Park Moylan is kind of escorting as, as it rolls down towards the end line and goes out of play don't forget we've got a 50 euro voucher for detailed menswear Kilkenny to be won today we're looking for your man of the match and if your choice matches Adrian Rowland's choice uh, then that voucher could be yours to enter text your man of the match uh, during the game to 083 306 9696 and we'll pick a winner back in studio this evening this is all with thanks to Detail Menswear Potato Market Carlo and High Street Kilkenny the official man of the match sponsor for Kilkenny Senior Hur- Hurling League and Championship on KCLR again as we said the wind Oshin Danesport need every score they can get because of the second half will put serious pressure on Dixborough but it's all Dixborough as I said the gay rafter having a word with Brian Minogue because he's taking a lot of quick puck outs and uh, Gay is not as young is not as young as he used to be and he's not able for the quick puck outs either not to mention the, the Danesport men the referee struggling with the quick puck outs 21 minutes gone in the game Ben Whitty has the 65 from between the 65s well it was actually a free between the 65s so I beg your pardon and he hit it wide so it's 1-6 to Dixborough 4 points to Danesport we've got about 22 minutes gone in the first half Tom Kenny trying to run it out Tom Kenny up towards the 65 now crossing between the 65s hits it into the corner making a bursting run as Liam Moore can he get there no he's beaten to it by Phelan Phelan the cornerback does really well this sticky cornerback that's good traditional cornerback play gives it to Byrne Byrne goes back outside a nice turn there by Cahill O'Neill Cahill O'Neill gives it a bit of length a dipping ball down towards the 45 but Dixborough get to it then it's left behind it was Moylan who got to it Moylan put himself into bother there he lost the ball went to ground got surrounded lost the ball again and now there's a schmozzle or a ruck or whatever you want to call it between the 65 and the 45 and Danesport are essentially mauling it forward well it's along the ground so it's not technically a maul but you know what I mean anyway Dixborough have turned it over they get the ball down to Bill Sheen who takes it despite the attentions of a defender hits a cross field ball can the runner get there He's going after it. He will get there. It is on Fenley. Fenley just outside the Danesport 45. Stick pass inside to Killian Buckley who has the narrowest of angle to shoot and the tiniest amount of space. He takes on the shot. It goes wide but it remains Dixborough 1-6. Danesport 4 points about 23 minutes gone in the first half. Live on KCLR. It's Dixborough who are leading in this senior hurling league encounter. They're going for a third win on the trot matching Glenmore in the other group they've also got three wins what a start it's been for them a dipping ball into the foot forward line 
doesn't really find his target and it bounces back to Paddy Hogan who's between the sticks uh, Dixborough have a man down inside yeah. the deed that is Andy Gaffney the goal scorer the referee playing on at the moment as Moylan does some defending he's being harassed there by uh, Danesford forward who has turned the ball over or has he the referee says it's gone out over the line it's a line ball play has stopped he hasn't kind of decided or hasn't indicated who the line ball or the free is to it's over right in that far corner so I'm not exactly sure what the decision is but I know what the score is 1-6 to 4 points in favour of Dixborough and again Andy Gaffney went down he met Des Dunn the referee didn't see it but Des gave him a little nutmeg just to remind him that he was there but again Dixborough as we said the quality of the Dixborough team panel the subs you know they're a very strong outfit and as I said 1-6 to 4 points really looking impressive and really looking comfortable against the wind here Well, it will be a Danesfort ball. You can tell just judging by the way the uh, Danesfort defender or Dixborough defenders are uh, facing. In the last 13 minutes, Dixborough lead 1-3 to one point. So they've dominated. Yeah, the I think Danesfort might have seven wides, if I'm not mistaken. So again, they're athletes healed. It looks like they're driving those wides. They had this problem last week. And with the wind, they need every score. And it's a pity because, as I said, they will struggle in the second half. You would think against the wind because, as we said, the Borough very, very strong. It was three points apiece after 10 minutes. And as I say, Dixborough have dominated on the scoreline anyway, on the scoreboard in the last uh, 13 minutes or so. Ball goes loose-ish. Sport have it. They get a shot away from just inside the Dixborough 45. Is that going wide? No, nope. it's going over. It's a good one. It's Colin, a very good one. Colin Phelan, I think, got that. Put it over the bar. Good score for him. And he came on uh, the last day and did right reasonably well the last day. And he's got a good point there. And it was a quick sharp poke out. Take it again. 1-6 Dixborough. Five points, Sport. But as we say, Dixborough up against a very strong breeze in this first half. And they'll have that breeze in the second half. Now, the way Dixborough played, the breeze isn't as big a factor as it might be for other teams because they work it through the lines. But certainly, you'd rather have it regardless of what way you play. Stapleton hugging the sideline, hits the ball down towards the 45. Dixborough man thought he was going to be able to run onto it, but the referee is pointing back the way. Didn't play too much advantage there. It will be a free to Dixborough, but they would much rather play to have continued there. Lee Moore, I think, was running onto it. Yeah, it looked like it. Actually, Timmy Clifford came up from wing back, as I said. Uh, the, the modern game now, your wing backs are nearly attacking players and Dixborough no different Timmy Clifford had a run there so that was a yeah. let off for Dansford they had an overlap but Gare uh, after spotted at a late tackle on Shane Stapleton you're right there. there's a bit of a size difference between Clifford and uh, well, Nolan's wearing number 11 uh, ball hit down the wing running into the corner is Nolan the ball is bouncing down towards the end line can Nolan pick it up he can he's on the end line he's trying to get past the defender he's running along the end line there's options inside including Lee Moore he lets a shot away has Aidan Nolan put it over yes he has it's a good score 1-7 Dixborough 5 points Danesport it is the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling League live on KCLR and Dixborough are looking good at the moment 1-7 plays 5 points against Danesport uh, Byrne takes it on his own 45 from the pocket hits it down the wing was that a foul by Richie Hogan it was it's a free out to Dixborough on their own 45 about 2 or 3 metres in off the sideline yeah foul by Richie Hogan but again the speed of Niall Rowe he's a Kilkenny panellist as well and he's uh, given uh, Richie Hogan huge attention and as we said all over the field the Borough uh, I suppose littered with a lot of good inter-county players at all levels in Kilkenny and Niall Rowe as we said a Kilkenny panellist Parik Mine was the Kilkenny under 20 captain of two years ago uh, Timmy Clifford present Kilkenny panel Tom Kenny presently and a candidate Ollie of course so you can just say that the Borough as I said very very strong 1-7-5 to five, and again playing against the wind Busy weekend for the club their Camogie team won in the league earlier this weekend long ball in Gaffney gathers it Gaffney shot bounces but it's saved for a point anyway by Paddy Hogan it could have been worse if it got past him it was a goal it is Dixborough who've extended their lead 
Dixborough won eight. Danes Fort five points. Long ball played from the free. I think it was Stapleton who struck the free. It fell to Gaffney. Gaffney bounced his shot, but Hogan, in fairness to him, diving to his left, flicked it over the crossbar. Danes Fort leading by six, one eight to five points. And Andy Gaffney, as we mentioned, looking very sharp. He was onto that breaking ball. Brilliant save by Paddy Hogan. But again, yep. just shows how uh, dangerous the borough forwards today, in particular, they are. Yeah. Dixborough leading by six, one eight plays five points. Danesford try and carry it inside that Dixborough defence. They have it inside the sixty-five. Referee says play on. There was a couple of calls for freeze there. It's still Danesford with it. Richie Hogan gathers it. He's just inside the sixty-five at a tight angle. Richie Hogan lets one go. Does it have the legs? Does it have the accuracy? The answer is yes to one, but no to the other. So it remains one eight to five points. Uh, again uncharacteristic out of Richie the last day again I was unfortunate with a few wides and again another day you'd expect Richie this man Bill Sheen taken off again as he has been the last two matches looking lively looking dangerous and another man who's doing very well in the opening three games Owen Fenley There's a Fenley has score. a shot from just outside the 20 metre line which he cushions over he was what 10 or 12 metres off that right sideline and just guided it over but it was brilliant stuff from Sheen to get the ball to him so it's 1-9 to 5 points in favour of Dixborough as we head towards half time it's looking very very good for Dixborough having a bit of trouble gathering it first time was Evan Cody inside his own D making his way out of defence referee well he doesn't have his arm up to say that there was an advantage maybe there should have been because it looked like there was a highish tackle on Evan Cody doesn't matter Dixborough keep it going Ollie Walsh has it throws it out to Bill Sheehan who's just outside the 45 has a shot to the right of centre Bill Sheehan has he got this one no he hasn't a trap short Paddy Hogan tries to gather it and Paddy Hogan has got it and Paddy Hogan hits it out 1-9 Dixborough 5 points Danesford long ball played out of defence trying to sweep it up now is Mark Nolan Mark Mo- Nolan lets it off because it's Timmy Clifford who makes his way back to his own 45 Clifford picks a pass to Killian Buckley Buckley juggles it into the hand Buckley looks up sees that Gaffney was out in front Gaffney tries to take it but Dunn swats it away with his hand wins the ball then Gaffney intercepts it gets it inside think that's Liam Moore Moore gathers shoots oh what a block another one Getting across there was Dermot Phelan. Dermot Phelan with a heroic goal-saving block. Not the first time that a Danesport defender has done that today. And they're staying in there. They're hanging on in there. There's nothing wrong with their battling qualities. It's still Dixborough who lead 1-9 to 5 points. But Danesport defending manfully here. Ball down the park. Liam Moore takes it. He was standing inside the 45. The shot was dipping. It caused the keeper issues. He pushed it out to the left and wide for a second there. People thought it might have been fumbled in. In fairness to Hogan, I think maybe he expected Liam Moore to just put it high and over the crossbar. It dipped towards the crossbar. It was one of those horrible ones for keepers to deal with. He pushed it out. It's a 65. It remains Dixborough 1-9. Danesford 5 points. Paddy Hogan, the busier of the goalkeepers today against the wind. He's after making two or three great saves. Again, a brilliant block down by Dermot Feeling, but the Borough forwards look Looking very dangerous, and Timmy Clifford at left half back, an unusual position for him, playing a lot of uh, great intelligent ball today at wing back uh, and creating a lot of chances. And as they said, Killian Buckley at wing forward, unusual position for him, but that again just shows the strength and depth that the Borough trying these thing, trying these changes. And again, having to go bring on the likes of Shane Stapleton and Ollie, they're commanding the middle of the field. I think Oshin, and that's where the platform. They're half back line middle of the field, and Mark Nolan coming out as a third midfielder. That's where the platform is coming from. Gaffney strikes the 65. Is it straight and through? The answer is yes. And Gaffney makes it 110. Dixborough, five points. Danes Forts. And there's more coming from Dixborough over the next couple of years because uh, next weekend their annual under 11 Dennis Philpot hurling tournament takes place. That's on Saturday, the 26th. Uh, their former goalkeeper, by the way, Aaron Duggan, playing in goal right. for Oilgate today in the Wexford Senior Hurling Final. As Killian Buckley gathers, he's just outside the 45. Buckley gets a shot away. It's wide. 110 Dixborough, five points. Danes Fort. And of course, they beat Piltown in the uh, Camogie League 
Aaron, it was yesterday, the day before Dixborough, so it's a, it's a busy weekend for them. And Aaron but, was a Kilkenny minor panelist with us in 2011 and uh, went moved down to uh, Wexford, so hoping uh, I'll get do well and, of course, Aaron do well today. Adam Burns slaloming Great through score. the middle, getting a shot away from just inside the 65. Oh, no. It goes wide, 110 Dixborough, five points, Danesford. It's that swirl in the breeze that I was it talking is. about earlier on. Nine wides, Danesford just get, tells you the chances they've been creating, haven't been uh, taking them, of course, but that's probably not helping them and obviously not helping them but again the borough looking dangerous at all the time when they go up with Dane's fort as we said not winning and not getting their chances Moylan a massive man at full back there a great catch from him just inside his own 45 he towered above everyone got the hand passed away finds its way out to Ollie Walsh who's between the 65s doesn't think of shooting drops it inside to Buckley it's opening up for Buckley he's got a man inside that's Gaffney who's in for goal again oh, Gaffney yes. oh that's beautiful Buckley got the ball to him Gaffney was in around the 13 metre line he didn't put it into his hand he just flicked it up with the hurley and sent it home with the second flick a volley if you will a volley which he set up himself 2-10 dicks for a 5 points Danesford as we approach half time brilliant goal by Gaffney you could call a showboating or a, ma- or a moment of magic but I suppose for this day it's a moment of magic chipped the goalie not in Paddy could too but again Danesford living dangerously all show Richie Hogan battling for one inside the square Hogan pulls on it oh. and it goes wide he didn't give up on it he was unlucky 2-10 to Dixborough 5 points to Danesford what's the referee saying is he saying free in? free in back here but Richie and, and I and Richie not as we said not on his game another day that would have been the back of the net but look going back to the goal Gaffney's goal brilliant ball by Ollie Welch here brilliant ball by Ollie to Killian Buckley and Buckley gave a, a selfless pass to Gaffney and again you can see the influence of Ollie we mentioned the midfield Ollie doing very well today and Buckley having a great game at wing forward it was one of those unusual ones as well for Des Dunn did he yeah. go to Buckley to try and stop yeah. it or did he hang back for Gaffney if he did that it opened up for Buckley and we know how much Buckley loves big goals this season don't we of course, of course for sure <laughs> he likes to wait until the end though too early in the game for Buckley to get a yeah. goal he's married now so it doesn't really make a difference <laughs> so they have a free just outside the 20 metre line inside the D Richie Hogan is standing over Dixborough have lined the goal I wonder will he go for it even this early does he need yeah. to go for it he'll probably just tap it over but Richie Hogan like is more wants to go for it by the looks of things but hopping in front of the goal you can imagine Ben Whitty has been taking the freeze up to now so it seems that Richie's going to go for it Richie Hogan bending lifting striking he goes for it it's blocked on the line it's still around it there's a real scramble in the goal mouth half-time. it continues the referee has blown for half time Dixborough lead by 2-10 to 5 points Adrian Ronan what have you made of it? Yeah as we said from the very early uh, time in uh, Dixborough very strong as we said the panel of the Dixborough panel and bringing on those changes bringing on Evan Cody bringing on Shane Stapleton and Killian Buckley and those three guys have done very well but it's from their platform it's from their half back line it's their own Fenley Tom Kenny and particular Timmy Clifford Ollie Welch doing very well in the middle of the field and it's that platform where they're coming against the wind and up front they're isolating the likes of Andy Gaffney and he's yep. been he's scored I think at this stage he's scored 2-5 two, 2-4 two, two from freeze two great goals from Andy Gaffney but he's capable of that but on a given day two man full forward and it's dangerous it looks ominous for Dan's fourth at this stage yeah. against the wind uh, the borough with the wind but as we said all along in the last three weeks the borough are one of the farm teams and are one of the teams to put the Shamrocks under pressure and they're showing that and look at this stage you know it's ominous for Dan's fourth they know themselves it's yeah. going to be a difficult afternoon but it looks the fact that they've shown scored seven or eight or missed nine wides doesn't yeah. help your cause and of course that uh, probably hasn't helped them if they had even get five and there'd be only two goals in it but look it's yeah. ominous it looks like it's only all one way traffic and a tough afternoon for us and for them in the afternoon and if on stats passed me a note about 23 minutes in which was very telling as to how the kind of half went after 10 minutes three points apiece uh, but then from that 10th minute to the 23rd minute we'll say Dixborough scored 1-3 whereas Danesfort only got one point Danesfort's last point was in the 24th minute it was 1-6 to 5 points 
at that stage in the last 8 minutes Dixborough has scored 1-4 now how Aoife puts those stats together and writes them down yeah. so quickly and so tidily so quickly yeah. I don't know well, but she for has for a loud but woman it's very good <laughs> considering well, loud, loud wouldn't the be the strongest hurling county well, I'll, I'll oh, sorry excuse the, me no, loud has created the best hurler of all time of course Cuculling. Oh, Cuculling. There excuse we go. me well there we are <laughs> <laughs> anyway those stats are very telling because Danesport have kind of gone on two scoring bursts in the, 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 the middle third and the final third 210 to 5 points is the score at the break don't forget you can enter our competition for a 50 euro voucher for detail menswear all you have to do is send in your man of the match guest to 083 306 9696 and if it matches up to what Ronnie uh, picks later on today then you could win yourself a voucher for detail menswear of course uh, detail menswear you can find them at the potato market in Carlow and High Street Kilkenny they are the official man of the match sponsor for the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League and Championship on KCLR from what we've seen from Danesport this season it suggests that a second half comeback is unlikely but if they can sharpen up in front of goal and this has been an issue for them in the last two games maybe just maybe they can fire their way back into this one Dixborough will have the breeze in the second half they do play it short but the breeze is still an advantage Gaffney with two goals in the first half it has Danesfort in a lot of trouble it has Dixborough cruising they're looking like they're going to uh, uh, win their third game in a row just despite some heroics from Paddy Hogan in goal for Danesfort and some good blocks from Byrne and I think Feeling got a goal saving block as well so Danesfort are doing a lot right they just need to sharpen up in front of goal for Dixborough if they continue as they are then they'll be alright half time here on a sunny day at Kells Road it is Dixborough 2-10 Danesfort 5 points we'll be back shortly with the second half Thanks very much Oshin and Ronnie Robbie I don't think uh, Cullen ever did around championship time to be fair no all-stars or anything to his name no, I, I dispute Hushin's statement there. <laughs> I don't think he is the greatest of all time. Uh, uh, one of them, maybe. I don't know. I think it's just the loud thing. We're going to go to Eddie Dial for a full-time report. Moonkind versus Young Ireland's as it was coming to an end. Moonkind very much in the driving seat. The last update we got, Pat Walsh was on fire. 2.20 to 13 points. How did it end, Eddie? Yeah, Shane, it's all over here in Ballyhale and it's Moonkind 2.20, Young Ireland's 14 points. And indeed, yeah, Pat Walsh was the star man of the day. Finished with... 2-5 from play so he did he got 6 points from freeze but 2-5 from play he was he was unstoppable really and from start to finish Munkine, they look at they came with plenty of pace and, and they moved the ball well and they got the start they needed with a uh, goal 2 goals from Powell so look at it was they built the platform early on and they just drove on from there to, to the end like you know so Adam Croke in the second half as well he was very good with 2 points Sean Gannon at midfield got 3 points and not to mention Stephen Wall I've seen Stephen a couple of times this year now and uh, doesn't get on the scoreboard at corner forward or in the full forward line there but he's a, he's a pure workhorse of the team and an awful lot of the, the dirty work is done by Stephen he'll win ball he'll, he'll throw it out to the lads the likes of Carl Welch Adam Coke and these people who are, who are accurate so I think Stephen Wall definitely definitely has to he's a man to watch as well for anyone playing them the next day but the likes of Young Ireland you know the Jason Brennan made a good save in the first half for them as well so he did and he kept him kind of in the game at half time but again that man that young man under 19 um, Paul Ignati he, he scored three points and played really well the last day probably wasn't as influential from open play today but he finished on, on three points um, again today as well but the, the big difference I think today was the Moonkine full forward line they got a great supply of ball the Ireland's full back line in particular were under pressure all day long and like I said they gave up plenty of scores 2-5 for Powell so like that's, that's a serious uh, display from him and like Adam Coke as well and Stephen Wall so that's it all over in Ballyhale 220 to Moonkine and 14 points to Young Ireland and you're off now to all Lachlan's and Carrick Shock I am indeed yeah, only up the road in Dunhamagan lovely looking forward to that one Eddie I am looking forward to it yeah it'll be um, they're actually in 5th and 6th positions is how they are in the league at the minute so there's plenty of plenty to fight for there so I'd imagine that would be a good dogfight between the two teams 
Well, we'll chat with you then. That's Eddie Doyle from Moonkind versus Young Ireland's Moonkind coming away with a 220 to 14 point victory. Robbie, what's up there on the junior games? Yeah, in the Galmai and Wine Gap game, it has finished Wine Gap 5 goals and 19 points, Galmai 22 points, so a 12 point win for Wine Gap there. It was obviously the goals that won the game for last year's junior runners up. Uh, James Power, Sean Power, Niall Walsh, and two from Jack Dial proving crucial uh, for their side. And they do come out on top quite comfortably, as I've said on a couple of occasions now. Uh, Emmett Landy, their captain and their talisman, in many ways, got sent off in the first half, but that didn't prove too costly for them because they had a strong breeze with them in the second half and they have come out on top. Just one more reminder, 519 to 22 points to Wine Gap there. In the other junior game this afternoon, St. Patrick's one goal and 23 points. Kilmacow 15 points, so a comfortable enough victory for Ballyragget there. Another defeat for Kilmacow, not what they want to have seen at all at this stage of the championship and then earlier today we have been saying it across the afternoon Shane a very one-sided affair between St. Lockton's and Pilltown Freshford won four goals and 28 points to one goal and eight points so that's a 29 point victory for St. Lockton's there so they move on as well yeah thanks very much wasn't too quick at all Um, (laughs) but yeah 29 point win for St. Lockton's there so um, of course they are Freshford which is completely different to what happened on Friday night yeah I think uh, a lot of them is coming to junior because Junior's a bit lopsided in a sense. I think you have the likes of Wine Gap, St. Lockton's, you have um maybe Tuller or Ross Birkin to an extent, and you have another team, maybe the likes of, you know, a John Locks or something like that, who are very strong, and then the other teams maybe aren't quite as strong. That's the way I would see it. Now, maybe I have it a bit wrong as well, but, and also Junior is very, very open hurling as well, to be honest with you. We're going to take a quick ad break there. Don't forget to keep messaging in your detailed menswear man of the match pick. It has to be before it is announced as well because, Robbie, I've noticed this a lot. The commentator yeah. announces <laughs> the man of the match and then we get a flood of messages in going, oh, this is the man of the match. Where, like yesterday, Adrian Munn, let's say about 15 came in after the fact. It has to be before the fact. A lot of people picking Andy Gaffney though for the two goals in that Dixborough game. Yeah, and you're not going to cod us, and you're certainly not going to cod the <laughs> random generator you that picks cod, the winner. So. You might cod me. Yeah, yeah well, that's true. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to an ad break there. Lots more still to come here on Scoreline. KCLR Live Sport Dixborough versus Danesport in round three of the St. Canis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League. Now, coming up after the game today, we'll have all the post-match reaction as it comes in from Dainsford and Dixborough. We'll also hear from TJ Reid, a lovely interview with Brendan Hennessy. Uh, quite long as well, just looking at uh, Shamrock's run so far and delving into the Hurling for Cancer charity match. That'll be live here on the KCLR from Netwatch Cullen Park from 6 o'clock. Lots of legends of the game currently and legends of different sports going to be playing in that one. Brian Cody and Liam Griffin on the sideline for each team as well. So it'll be nice to see that and hear from TJ what he has to say. We'll also be talking a bit of the Premier League. Aston Villa currently leading Everton 3-0. We'll be looking at Manchester United's terrible woes yesterday. I've heard some fans calling for his head as of two games in, which is a bit mad. But it's been a mad weekend of sports. Starting off on Friday night, our live game that came your way from the senior ranks of the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League. It was Bennis Bridge versus James Stevens in torrential weather. Ten points apiece, so sharing the spoils in that one. Clara 2-8, Tullerone 1-6 on the other side of the senior stuff with Glenmore 117 against Aaron's own 10 points. On the intermediate ranks, it was Fenians 12 points to St. Martin's 10. Liz Downey 2-11 to Connie Shamrocks 1-12, while Thomastown were very good for their money. 321 to 16 against Blacks and Whites. 
Yeah, two games in the senior ranks on Saturday, Shane. We brought you live commentary of O'Loughlin Gales against Mullen Lovato. O'Loughlin's came out on top there on a scoreline of 115 to 110. While our second game of the day saw Ballyhale Shermocks, the county champions, claim their first victory of the season, 221 to 20 points winners over Greg Ballycallan, and that meant that Pat Hoban's side did jump above Ballycallan in the table. There were two games in the junior side of things. Tuller Ross Birkin were four point winners over Greg Naman, 114 to 13 points there. While there was a draw between Sleeve Rue and the Emeralds, 3-12 apiece in that one. The intermediate game between Dunhamagan and Roar and Steak finished Dunhamagan 16 points, Roar and Steak 14 points. So Dunhamagan move on to 6 points, Roar and Steak suffered their second defeat of the season. They remain on 2 points. And then uh, today we start off with the junior side of things, just like the Kenny Leagues did start off. St. Lactans against Pilltown, 4-28 to Pilltown's 1-8. You had Galmoy, 22 points to one gaps, 5-19. While St. Patrick's Bally Ragged, 122 against Kilmacow's, 15 points. On the intermediate side of things, then you had Mooncoin, 2-20 against Young Ireland's. We're currently embroiled in a 5-2-10 game. Halftime, Dixborough leading Danes Fort. Just about 18 minutes, you have John Locks versus Barrow Rangers. And then Carrick Shock versus O'Loughlin's at half four. And updates from Eddie Doyle on that one. But I'm getting updates from the lads at the game. It is Danes Fort, it is Dixborough. And this is Oshie Langan and Adrian Ronnie Ronan. And we've got 59 seconds gone in the sunshine here in Kells Road, the James Stevens ground. No scores to report early in the second half. 2-10, Dixborough, five points, Danesport. Dixborough have a man down. He'll hope to continue if he possibly can. Dixborough in the maroon jerseys, Danesport in the black and amber. Clash ball, Cooney wins it for Danesport, makes his way back inside his own 65. Hand passes outside, Danesborough look up. Can they get a ball into the forward line? Not right now, but they will have another chance to do it because they've just been awarded a free. Carney held back as he made his way forward there. Adrian Ronan, what do Danesport need to do here early in the second half? Well, unfortunately, they need the goals and they need them quickly because, as we said, the game is going away from rather quickly. But I suppose to cement and make a game of it, Oshin, they need to get a goal or two and, and certainly not have any more wides. And there's another wide, unfortunately. And that being in the last three games, that has been directly sealed, the wides. And you need to be putting those over those chances over the bar to make a game of it. Brian Minogue smacks it long. He was aiming it down towards Bill Sheehan, but he's beaten to it by the defender. Brian McDonald has it for Danesford. Hits a ball over to this near side as we look from the grass bank. As I look over to my left, I can see the scoreboard and the uh, very fine clubhouse that they've got here in James Stevens. This field opened since in around 2014, but the clubhouse facilities, relatively new. They're fine facilities as well. They've done a great job here. Danesford. Turn a ball over. They need scores. They need turnovers. Now. They need everything to go their way. Carney hit it outside. There's a potential goal chance here. They bring it up to the 20 meter line. It's a miscue of a shot. Getting in the way of it is Moylan. But McDonald gets it back. Has a shot. It's blocked again. Two good blocks by Dixborough. Recycle out to Paddy Hickey, who elects to just flick it over from outside the D. And the first score of the second half goes to Danesport. They need a few more, but that's a positive start. Dixborough 210. Danesport six points. Paddy Hickey second point, and again an opportunity for Danesport. Maybe that should have the young man should have carried it a bit forward on Ben Whitty and given another ball maybe to or Colin Field and give the ball into Richie but again uh, they need goals but a good start for Danesport at least they've got the first score after half time not sure was it McDonald who had those couple of shots at goal that was were it blocked McDonald, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah I think it might have been him yeah it wasn't Whitty because Sorry, he's, right. he's on he's the near side. side. Yeah, it's, it's, you're right. Yeah. It's uh, MacDonald on the far side. He's wearing eight. Yeah. Carney's gone to middle of the field and Finney Cooney. So the positional changes. And again, Dixborough more or less playing now with three inside now. They didn't in the first half against the wind. So it'll be interesting to see will that work. 
a lot of spectators slash sunbathers here today. <laughs> They're kind of drifting more towards the sunbathing at the moment, so big is the gap. But Danesport, if they can get a few scores, go on a run, and they have the talent to do it, that might get them interested in the game, get the eyes back on the game. That is a fantastic puck out. Dunn gets under it, but he dropped it. Mark Nolan got there for Dixborough, plays it back outside to Killian Buckley. Buckley hits one from a very tight angle inside the 45. He's basically got one foot on the sideline, but it goes wide and it remains Dixborough 210, Danesport 6 points. Danesport get going very, very quickly. Picked up by Colin Phelan. This is a good turn and run. Making his way towards goal is Ben Whitty. He's got a man with him. Whitty's still going. Ball and stick up towards the 20. Puts it inside. Goal chance here for Danesport. They can desperately do with a goal. The shot comes from Robbie Walsh it kind of got smothered it bounced towards Minogue Minogue hits it out and Timmy Clifford has it Timmy Clifford in the wing back channel hits it from inside his own 45 it's a good diag over towards Bill Sheehan Sheehan's being chased by Phelan Sheehan couldn't take it cleanly kind of swept it looking to run onto the break but then it's taken by a Danesport defender who gets it inside the 20 metre line tries to run out goes to ground he's fouled it's a free out to Danesport they've started well in the second yeah, half Ronnie no, they certainly have they've tried to um, they've had two goal opportunities and uh, on another day they might have went in they were smothered well Brian Minogue wasn't really threatened but at least they've been game they've carried the ball they could have put him over the bar and they've tried to make a game but they've come out as we said game in these opening two or three minutes but they need to be just under five minutes gone in the second half it's still Dixborough 2-10 Danesport six points it's 4-0 now to Aston Villa in the Premier League they're cruising against Everton Duran with the fourth goal Leon Bailey with the thir third just the one Duran not Duran 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 no, Simon Le Bon oh wow good knowledge <laughs> your name is and real your name is Ronnie <laughs> so close Gaffney has come back to take a free. It'll be in or around the 45. His own 45. It's at a tight angle right in front of the uh, Danesport subs on the dugout side of the ground. If you know the Kells Road facility, you'll know where I'm talking about. We're looking from the grass bank on a beautiful sunny day. Slight breeze, but it's very, very warm. Gaffney standing on the 45, two or three metres in off the right sideline. Looking down the way. park. He has got two excellent goals in the first half. Dixbury yet to score in the second half. They launch it long. Is it going to go over? It is. Gaffney with a monster using the breeze. That's at his back. A strong breeze as well in the second half. And Dixbury get their first score of the second half. Just under six minutes gone. Live on Casey Lorth, the uh, St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling League encounter of Dixbury and Danesport. And it's the Borough who lead by 2-11 to six points. And Dixborough have won it on their own 45. That's a good zippy ball to Nolan. Nolan drops it, regathers it, splicks it for the run of Shane Stapleton. Stapleton ball and stick up towards the 45. Passes inside, comes back to Stapleton. Drops it, tries to regather just outside the 20 metre line. He's converged on by Black and Amber. Trying to dig it up off the surface now is Mark Nolan. The fine surface, it has to be said as well. Nolan has it, but there was just too many around him. He dropped it under real pressure. Danesport try and play it out. It's intercepted by Sheehan, who sweeps it back inside the 20 metre line. Stapleton from a tight angle doesn't go for the goal. He actually plays it across to Gaffney Gaffney bats it down for Moore Moore goes to ground it was a good tackle Danesport are really battling hard here Cooney has it Cooney's inside the 45 loses it now it's Nolan who has it Nolan inside the D just kind of drops it calmly to the right and pops it over really good score Dixborough 2-12 Danesport 6 points just under 7 minutes gone Danesport battled hard but Dixborough just kept that one going didn't they they, yeah. they made it stick inside they didn't give up on it again again I they expected Dixborough to take their scores put the ball over the bar not sure the showboat they're trying to be um, uh, what's the word trying to be criti or not critical but there's maybe a little bit of showboating going on but that should have been put over the bar um, because as I said they're in a lead 2-12 to 6 there's no need the game has gone from Danesport I can't say any different and see any different and it looks like it's gone Andy Gaffney's gone down he's twisted an ankle it looks like 
A shot coming from the 45 of Dixborough from Danesport. It is a wide, unfortunately, for Danesport. 2-12, Dixborough, six points, Danesport. So how will the table... Wide. I think that's 11 wide, Danesport, yeah. Mm-hmm. How will the table look tonight? Well, Dixborough, Dixborough are going to go... Yep, they'll, they'll go, go top, to six yeah. points. They'll be two clear of Tullerone. Danesport will remain at the bottom. Clara, Bullnavat and Danesport all yet to win a game. Concern for uh, for Dixborough because I said Gaffney's been do- doing so well. He's gone down now. Richie Hogan with a chance, but he's out a long way. He is. He's between the 45 and the 20 meter line. He took it on the half volley. Turns has a shot. Is it going to go between the sticks? It looks like it's veering off to the left as he looks and wide as he took that shot from the grass bank side. Wide. That's right. Dixborough two twelve. Danesport six points. Wide's killing them. They are getting the chances. They're not taking them. And there's nothing wrong with their work rate. Eight minutes gone in the second half. Dixborough cruising here two twelve to six points. Yeah, and you're, and you're right. Nothing wrong with the honesty and the work rate of Danesport. You'll have to give them give huge credit. But the wides are killing them. And at the end of the day, Dixborough are a better team. But they haven't dropped their head. They haven't had a dirty stroke. And they've been trying to be manful yeah. with a young team. Outside of the usual Richies and Pauls, it's a relatively young team. They're gaining a lot of experience. Tough afternoon for the young lads. But look, 12 wides tells its own story as well. You can correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm being too blunt. We're talking here about Dixborough, who you'd fancy to have a run at the title against Danesport, who would consider it a great year if they stayed senior. Is yeah, that a fair no, assessment? That's, that's a fair assessment. Yeah, no, a team that's definitely uh, in the there's Killian Hackett he's Killian on. Hackett lets yeah. one go from just inside the 45 there's a big crowd of people between us and him he was unsighted we were unsighted it's a he's wide Dixborough 212 Danesport 6 Welsh. Oshin, sorry for cutting across right. he's on for Oshin, uh, for Ollie Welch so again Dixborough uh, making that change uh, but a wide by Killian 9 minutes gone in the second half Dixborough 212 Danesport 6 points ball finds its way to Owen Fenley who flicks it into the hand between the 65s plays it down the line to Shane Stapleton who's been very busy here but Paul Murphy gets across wins the possession Paul Murphy inside the 45 goes with the short stick pass can Danesport go long? No, they actually work it back to Murphy who goes short with the stick pass to Brian McDonald. Brian McDonald down the line looking for it inside as the subways come in. That's uh, uh, Casale. He's inside the 20 metre line, has a shot which is well saved by Minogue who is diving to his left. They need goals, they went for it there. That's not the first time they've done that in this half but again Minogue was equal to it and Timmy Clifford goes from the 20 metre line on the left hitting it over towards the 65 on the right and it's a high dropping ball or is it a shot it turns into a shot which bounces wide it's 2.12 to 6 points still in favour of Dixborough Yeah, and Cassidy is on uh, Cassidy very musical and inter- uh, instrumental family and uh, good, good, another good young hurler for Danesport and again getting a lot of experience but a tough afternoon for the young man as you can see in the size of between himself and Parik Mylan it's a big man versus a small man well, he's battling again here that's actually Colin Phelan who's come out to battle and now it's found its way to Killian Buckley who sidesteps his man ball on stick flicks it into the hand gets inside the 65 pokes a pass through he was looking for Gaffney Gaffney couldn't take it cleanly but Hackett hasn't given up on this one he is beaten to it it's good defending again by Danesport and they try and play it out what can they do here? It's into the hand of Carney. Carney from his own 45. He's really frustrated because he didn't catch his clearance right. It's gobbled up by Tom Kenny. The referee has blown the f- uh, whistle. Not sure who the free is going to, but uh, I think it's uh, yeah, it's going to Dixborough in around the 65, just inside their own 65. Uh, just under 11 minutes gone in the second half. It remains Dixborough 2-12. Danesport, six points. Ronnie, has anything you've seen so far this weekend changed your mind as to who you think will be contending or winning or 
Ah, no, the same people. Uh, Glenmore are going very well, of course. They're the team that maybe weren't on people's lips at the beginning of the championship. But Tullerone, uh, O'Loughlin certainly are the teams. And Dixborough, of course, yep. are going to put it up to the Shamrocks. And uh, unfortunately, the rest of us are going to have to battle and challenge. But there could be a surprise or two yet. But the farm teams are the teams that we all spoke about, uh, for sure. Lachlan's and this team, the Borough team, they're very strong. There's no point saying any different. They're very good, very strong. They have the ability, as I said, all over the field. And it's a tough afternoon, as I said. And here they are bringing on the likes of Harry Shine, bringing on... Um, Killian Hackett these are guys that didn't start and you know when you're talking about the borough the panel you just can't get over the panel and the quality that they have all over the field and Shine is an up and coming young man that a lot of people would have on their lips for uh, uh, Kilkenny senior stardom Gaffney just launched a free from his own 65 middle of the pitch and he landed at 2.13 for Dixborough 6 points for Danesport just under 12 minutes gone in the game Des Dunn intercepting a long ball <coughs> Murphy sweeps it up behind him my apologies for coughing there Philip Cooney has it tries to break away from uh, Shane Stapleton does get away from him but the ball beat him across the line it is a line ball to Dixborough I was saying this to you earlier on I was going for a walk down by uh, the Kilkenny City Library today and I saw that placard for Harry Shine and there is a tie in between him and Harry Shine that's just there is that, I, I believe that could be his grandfather he was okay. one of the chief engineers in Kilkenny all those years ago mm-hmm. Harry Shine as well his grandfather that's a really good line ball taken from the Dixborough 65 it breaks inside the D can Dixborough win it they can with it in hand as Nolan Nolan goes Same for it again. Paddy Hogan gets down to his left and diverts it out now it hasn't actually gone out Sheehan's after rescuing it pretty much on the end line he's at a tight angle so he hand passes outside to Harry Shine who's just come off the bench he gives it to Buckley Buckley hits one after planting the feet right out on the sideline it's another fine score from Buckley 2-14 plays 6 points another fine save by Paddy Hogan he is I would imagine the only Danesport player in the running for player of the match here. 13 minutes gone in the second half. 2.14 for Dixborough. Six points for Danesport. Don't forget, you can enter our detailed menswear Man of the Match competition by guessing who you think will be Adrian's pick for Man of the Match to 0833-306-9696. There's a €50 Euro voucher up for grabs if you guess right. Killian Buckley shooting from the near side this time, but this time the shot from between the 20 and the 45 doesn't go over. 2.14, Dixborough, six points for James Fort. An intercept there by Nolan, drops it, gathers it again, releases the shot from the 45, and it goes wide. Dixborough, 2.14, James Fort, six points. Uh, Ronnie, look, you've coached, you've managed, you know. Um, what can Mickey Walt take from everything he sees from here on in in this match as a coach? Your manager, he needs to have a team that are willing to play positions, and you can see the guys that he's bringing on. Oshin, they're all fighting for position. They're all obviously working hard, and as I said, that's the, the beauty for Michael that he has such a talented bunch coming on here. Shiny's taking on. Um, he's got inside Dunn, yeah, Dunn Shine at a tight angle inside a thirteen. Dunn flicks it off his stick. Dunn is in contention as well. He's played really well. Murphy bottling up Shine. It squirts out a pull on it there by Lee Moore. And it's rescued by Danesport, who, and I know this sounds cliched, and we're not patronising them. Yes, they have been outclassed, but they have not stopped battling here. They've just come up against a really good team, and it's turned over again by Dixborough. It's Clifford, who makes his way towards the middle, inside the 45. Well, just outside the uh, Danesport 45, by the time he got the shot away, and it goes over into that kind of clubhouse corner. 2.15, Dixborough, six points for Danesport. Yeah, Timmy Clifford has been very good all afternoon. I mean, in an unusual position at seven for Timmy Clifford, as I said, this afternoon, the Dixborough half-back line will be next. And to mention, as you said, the details, menswear man of the match. It will be a man for a maroon man. Uh, that's for sure. Um, it will be a man in maroon. As battling qualities for Danesport, Paddy Hogan, as you rightly said, has kept him in him, uh, kept him with three outstanding saves from Paddy. But ba- Danesport battling away. But look, the class and the size and the skill and the mobility of the day. Here's Richie Hogan. 
They have one inside. It's flicked out here to uh, Caseda at a tight angle. Can't keep his shot on target. It goes to the keepers right and wide. 2.15, Dixborough, six points to Danesport exactly halfway through the second half. 13 wides again, and that's patronising. They said Danesport, but if they could just uh, tidy up, they're, they're getting the chances. Here's Sheen, great catch. Fantastic catch. He's got his back to goal inside the 45 on the wing forward kind of position in line, and it uh, goes wide. Uh, since half-time, Dixborough have outscored Danesport 5-1. to one. Simi Clifford again doing very well, as I said, into the man, Tom Kenny, Paddy Hickey in the middle of the field. But as I said, this half-back line for Danesport and or for Deborah have been excellent. Timmy Clifford and particular Fenley have been very, very good this afternoon. Uh, but it's all Borough men for the contenders for that man of the match, that's for sure. And Danesport have only scored one point so far in the second half. Can they amend that now? Carney shot goes across the face of goal and wide. Well, I just said it there. It tells the story. Not just of the game, but I think of Danesport's season so far. So many wides, five wides in the second half so far, and they've been outscored five to one in the second half so far. Is that about to yeah, become six? Over. Yeah, that's it a is. brilliant point. That's his second point of the day. Timmy Clifford would one, and just again we mentioned the, the strength of their half back line. Two f- sixteen two at uh, six points, and it just you know it's a tough afternoon for Danesport. Very tough afternoon. 16 minutes gone in the second half. It is the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling League encounter of Dixborough and Danesport. Letting a shot away is Nolan from between the 45 and the 65. It goes wide and it remains 216 to six points. As I look over to that uh, scoreboard in the clubhouse corner, really great facilities here. The pitch in absolutely pristine condition. All of them are. I took a walk around a little bit earlier on. The clubhouse, well, they've done a fine job here. They should be very, very, very proud of it. The ball falls into the channel of Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny actually lets it off for Killian Buckley, who's been very busy. Killian Buckley gives it to cornerback Park Moylan. Park Moylan's inside his own 45. Has a look up and just goes long. It breaks off the hand of it. Sorry? That's the first wasteful ball that they've done after all afternoon. No one seemed to be making a run, but it just goes to show the borough how accurate and how precise in their management of the, of the use of the ball. But um, again... Dermot Phelan making his way forward Pat Delaney hop up towards the 45 picks out a man who's on the arc of the D he tries to find a way through that's Colin Phelan Phelan's pass is a little bit loose but they're still battling for it Danesport Dermot Phelan continued his run he was back up in support now with it in hand is Colin Phelan Phelan making his way towards goal Phelan gets a shot away again he's smothered again it bounces again it's a save but it's easy for Minot because there were so many defenders around the man who took the shot that it took all the power out of it. Danesport looking for goals. They haven't managed to find them. It remains 2-16. Dixborough, six points for Great Danesport. Ball. Great ball taken inside the 45. Referee allows play to continue despite a high tackle. It's Harry Shine Back to goal. Turns, pivots, hits. Free, he's getting a free. Yep. Well, he hit it wide, so the free will come. The advantage played, and played very well by Gaver after the referee there. Yeah, but a super intelligent ball again by Killian Buckley uh, down to Harry Shine, and he was out in front of Des. As I said, tough afternoon for Dan's fourth. The backs have done so well with the amount of ball is coming on top of him, and I suppose the 14 wides tells its own story, uh, but it's a tough afternoon for Dan's fourth. But as they know, they're blooding players. Their mission, I suppose, this year, like some teams, is to stay senior. It's a difficult, difficult championship, and I suppose playing against one of the contenders makes it twice as difficult. When you're short, the likes of Darrow and as well. A break in the senior league next weekend. Yeah. Is that good for Danesport? They'll be able to draw breath and maybe, you know, have a, a hard week's training and then prep for the next game? Yeah, well look, all the teams have had a tough week. I'd say it's a week of rest for a lot of players mm. and a lot of teams because they've had three tough weeks, a lot of injuries, a lot of people picking up injuries. There's Harry Shine bringing on a man like him. He's the free taker because Gaffney's gone off and it just shows the quality, as we mentioned, at the very opening uh Oshin, the quality of the borough cannot be underestimated, the quality of the panel. 
217, six points. Yep, they're updating that now on the scoreboard. 18 minutes gone in the second half. Still Aston Villa leading 4-0 against Everton. Sean Dyche in a spot of bother. We're almost at the 19th minute here in uh, the Kells Road as Dixborough come forward again. That's Timmy Clifford. He was blocked. He was smothered. Referee says it was played on the ground by Clifford and it's a free to Dane Sport. Uh, coming up next, by the way, for Dane Sport is Tullerone. That's on Saturday the 2nd of uh, September next up for Dixborough 2 o'clock that same day they're up against Mullinavat in Dunhamagan uh, also in the group on that day O'Loughlin Gales take on Clara that's coming up on Saturday the 2nd of September details of our live coverage on KCLR to be announced closer to the time doesn't get any easier for Dane's no. Ford I'm afraid Tullerone are up next but 2.17 to 6 Dane's Ford have only scored one point in the second half against that Gale it is a strong Gale but as we said they have manfully had three maybe four goal chances to be fair to yep. They've, go, they've gone for goals. They, have gone they for could goals. have kind of taken points, points but yeah. they went for goals. Um, and you wonder, and it, look, it's easy to say from the remove of being here on the grass bank and not being in a thick of it, but you wonder, will the group come down to scoring difference? Will they regret kind of not yeah, keeping the... Yeah, the last day they did, but I suppose now the fact that they're on zero points, it means they're going to be you know, at the bottom end of the table, unfortunately, after three games. It's a difficult situation. But you only, as I mentioned, then the last day in commentary, you only have to win one game in senior to stay senior. So if that's your game, that's your goal. I know a club that did or my own club did it the last couple of years. Win one game, stay senior, and hope that you get stronger as the years goes on. Killian Hackett, Hackett has a shot yet. from the 45, just to the left of centre. 218, Dixborough, six points, Danes for 10 minutes to go in this game, live on KCLR. Strangely, Dixborough have only scored seven points with the win. They've scored more at this stage against the win. So the game has petered out as we we feared, Oshin, because as I said, it was always going to be difficult for Dane Sport. Now it looks like they're blooding, as I said, a few new young players. Uh, they've, uh, you know, because they're going to have tougher obstacles in the coming weeks. And I suppose their goal now is to, to survive, stay senior. And here's young Stephen Darmody coming on for young Mylan, I'd say. Or is it yep. young Darmody? as he should be wearing four it is Stephen Darmody did so well the last day but again we're talking about the quality of Dixborough they just have him all over the place and there's a good man going off in Parig Mine another man had a very good afternoon Referee blows the whistle gives a free to Danesport just outside the Dixborough 45 they thought about taking it quickly because Dixborough weren't overly set up in defence but uh, he wasn't allowed I wonder will he just take the score now rather than yeah, trying to work a goal 2.18 plays 6 points it's a tough day for Danesport they would have known coming up that they were going to have tough days, but uh, it's still harsh when you have to go through them. Nine minutes to go in this match. Live on KCLR. Richie Hogan bending, lifting, striking, taking the point. Their second of the second half. The free taken just outside the 45, middle of the pitch. And it's Dixborough 218, Danesport 7 points. Yeah, as you rightly said, Oshin, they have to take their scores just to make the scoreboard look a little bit flattering, I suppose, because it's been, as we've, without repeating ourselves, it's been a tough afternoon. And as you rightly said, the details menswear man of the match will be a, a man in maroon. Dixborough strong all over the field, probably winning most, if not all positions, Oshin, I think it's fair to say. Yep, that's right. And you can enter the detail menswear man of the match competition by uh, giving us your guess as to who you think the uh, man of the match will be to 083 306 9696 if you match Ronnie's choice and we pull you out of the hat then you could win a 50 euro voucher for detail menswear now Danesport have a line ball just outside the Dixborough 45 they try to cut it across to uh, Richie Hogan he takes it turns puts the head down tries to make his way towards goal there's just too many bodies to beat there he lost it and gives away the free it's a free out to Dixborough just inside the 45 their own 45 218 plays 7 points in this St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling League encounter 
and there's eight minutes to go. Well, seven and a half minutes to go. Taking the free from deep inside his own half is Shane Stapleton. He's had a good game. Yeah, and another man, a brilliant free taker. He was a free taker in 2017 and unerring from freeze. And watch this. This one has legs. Will it go all the way? Will it run over the crossbar? No, it goes to the left and wide. It had the distance, not the accuracy. It remains 218 to seven points. Ball pucked out to Paul Murphy. Paul Murphy inside his own 45. Paul Murphy drops it down the line. Can the man get out there in front? Yes, he can. It's a really good take. He's turning, trying to leave Stephen Darmody for dust. It's a very, very good run. Now, does he have options or will he just go for himself? Hand pass inside. Oh, lost, unfortunately by Mullally tries to regather it Dixborough looking on as Richie Hogan wins it back and hits one from just outside the D to the right he hits it into the uh, or hits it over the crossbar and it's uh, Danesford 8 points Dixborough 2.18 and we've got about 7 minutes to go good score yeah, by Richie Hogan great score but as he said running down the scoreboard now Dixborough obviously uh, they've died a little bit but they need to drive it on more I suppose for the players that are left here but great game time for the likes of Buckley he's back as we said uh, from uh, his honeymoon and um, he's uh, looking lively as well there's Bill Sheehan having wide. a shot from just inside the 45 it's Dipping off to the keepers left and wide. Paddy Hogan uh, in goal for Danesford today. He's played really well, actually. He has. You know, he's been one of the Danesford's leading lights, but that just tells you the, the opposition and what, I suppose, the, the, the quality of that Dixborough had, I suppose, all over the field. That they've made Paddy Hogan very, very busy for an afternoon. They've run up 13 wides at this stage uh, as well, or, or, or 12 wides, I think, uh, Dixborough. So they've, they've had a lot of wides too. Six minutes to go. Danesford looking to build on the scoreboard still Aston Villa leading Everton by four goals to nil there's a lot of injury time being played in that game we were told that before this Premier League season that there would be more injury time well certainly they're sticking to that promise today they're into the ninth minute of injury time in that game don't think we'll have as much injury time here Killian Buckley takes it flicks it inside looking for the run there is it Liam Moore who takes it it's not I beg your pardon it's Nolan Nolan shortens the grip has a go from just outside the 45 on the left channel that's a really good score by Aidan Nolan and Dixborough increase their lead they're running away with this one I think it was clear from maybe the 20th minute onwards it was going to be a tough day for Danesford and a, a winning day for Dixborough 24 minutes and 40 seconds on the clock 2.19 Dixborough 8 points for Danesford and Dixborough have won it back they're inside their own 45 good ball to Nolan Nolan lets it slip off the hurley battling for this carney Nolan has it back yeah he wins it back it was good battling that's a good sign when a guy's still battling for the ball like that when his team lead by that much Clifford has it inside the 45 just to the right of centre and Clifford raises the white flags 2.20 to uh, eight points with five minutes to go. Yeah, brilliant score by Timmy Clifford, and he's actually moved up to centre forward at this stage. It just shows you the strength. And Aidan Nolan has gone back, or not Aidan Nolan? Um, was that Clifford got that? Not Clifford, Clifford, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Timmy yeah. Clifford, yeah. yeah, Timmy got that. Where's he gone? <laughs> <laughs> well, heading off is Aidan Nolan. Aidan Nolan. <laughs> oh yeah, Timmy's wearing the seven. He's gone centre forward now, and number twenty-one is on Aaron Murphy. So again, the Dixborough run on the subs, and the man with your orange boots over there. I hope he's good because he's wearing orange boots on the far side. And he's come on. So again, Dixborough bringing down on the few subs. Uh, Buckley getting game time, but a great score by Timmy Clifford. He's gone centre forward, as we said. And here's Shane Stable, another man who played well this afternoon into the aforementioned um, Aaron Murphy. And he hand passes it off to Clifford, who's looking to get another score. Clifford! Yep. It has the legs. It's a good one. 2.21 for Dixborough. Eight points for Danesford. And I think everyone on that pitch just wants this to be over, especially if you're wearing black and amber. Yeah, no, I'm afraid so. The game, the, the, 
they did their best in the second half to manfully try and get a few scores they went for goals but it was a difficult the opening opening to, uh, 30 minutes was the time when you had the score chances in the 10 wides in the first half Richie Hogan gets them. the ball just outside the 45 so, to the yeah. right of centre and Richie Hogan puts it over the crossbar good score from Richie that's his second of the second half by my count 9 points Danes for 2 21 third of the second half I beg your pardon both you and Eva reacted very quickly uh, there you know the woman's the boss <laughs> she always is Stapleton's the boss he's got the ball he's inside the 20 inside oh, the 13 rides the tackle hand passes inside intercepted by Dunn but the referee was playing advantage say, it's a free in yeah I'd say it's a, a tough decision for the referee but Dermot came very strong on uh, young Stapleton and I hope to God uh, Dermot doesn't get a red card but it's a red card offence I'm afraid that uh, Stapleton uh, came uh, through and uh, both players got the worst of it but Dermot uh, Dermot feeling is down came out, but yeah. it was a wild tackle I'm afraid a wild tackle 221 to 9 points tells the story of course but again Deborah not happy just to put a hab over the point they wanted to get a goal it just tells you that I suppose the the destruction that they want to cause but yep. it's all over at Villa Park Aston Villa 4-0 winners against Everton coming up at half four Chelsea taking on West Ham that's Dyche in trouble then isn't it already well er, yeah and it, come here, it doesn't matter who's yeah. there Everton yeah. just they're, they're a bit of a basket case at the moment the lads will keep you updated on everything that's happening in the uh, half four game across the afternoon on KCL we lots of reaction from this game Dixborough cruising at the moment 221 to 9 points Ronnie I think it's uh, time you gave your man of the match your detail menswear man of the match with yeah, no two and a half minutes left to go yeah no surprise uh, Oshin it's obviously a man wearing a maroon jersey all over the field they were very strong I mean notable mention to Dick Paddy Hogan for Dane's forty and made three or four wonderful saves to be fair to Paddy but the maroon jerseys the half back line Owen Fendi Timmy Clifford in particular Ollie Welch did well and he came uh, when he was going well uh, when he was on the field Killian Buckley Andy Gaffney and of course uh, and Lee Moore and Mark all over the field but for me the details men's mare man of the match when the game was in the melting pot when the game was a game I'm giving it to Andy Gaffney Andy Gaffney of Dixborough who got two magical goals in the first half is the detail men's wear man of the match if your guess match Ronnie's uh, then you could win a 50 euro voucher for detail men's wear Kilkenny and, and I Carlo. think unfortunately Dermot has gone off injured the man the injured and I think he also might be going off with a red card so that's a straight red that's unfortunate mm. for Dane's fort because that means he misses uh, the next match for against sure. Tullerone yeah. yeah. Darrow Neal hopefully he'll be back, back he, yeah. huge loss today huge loss today, huge loss today. to be fair but Dermot has gone off injured as well but look it was a wild tackle unfortunately and as we said it's a tough afternoon for Dane's fort 221 to 9 but look Andy Gaffney when the game was in the melting pot here's Harry Shine oh, Shine goes for Cole and Paddy Hogan makes another fine save he was one of your contenders for man of the match yeah. but uh, I think Andy Gaffney outdid him a bit. There was a foul yeah, in the lead-up yeah. after the break came, and it's a free out to Dane Sport. 2.21, Dixborough, nine points, Dane Sport. I know you can't hear them because it's been one of those games that's so one-sided. The crowd wouldn't make any noise. But there is actually quite a big crowd here. Now, they've begun to uh, drift away because the game has been over for quite some time. But a big crowd out here today. Yeah, no, there was. And as again, well, well marshaled, well steward by the, the village men, uh, the great uh, facilities. But uh, certainly, it's a bit unusual there, Oshin, for Harry to go for a goal. Yeah. And you're 221. I don't think that was the correct decision to make at this stage of a game. But um, disappointing. But brilliant save. We mentioned goalkeepers the weekend. The boys are doing the podcast and they're talking about pe picking yeah. the team of the week for the podcast. You can make, bet you're like, uh, Paddy Hogan will be getting an honourable mention for the goalkeeping he's given a wonderful afternoon and certainly has made four if not five great saves for um, uh, Dane's Fort this afternoon Richie Hogan has a free just inside the Dixborough 65 by about 10 metres off the left sideline he puts it over so uh, 
Danesport will end on double figures at the very least. We're six seconds into injury time. Ten points, Danesport, 2.21 for Dixborough. And battling hard to get the ball back there is Cahill Norton. But Dixborough turn it over again. Cooley's you like. Niall Rose slots it out to Darmody. Darmody on his own 45. Hits a dropping ball inside the 45 of Danesport. Picked up very well on the turn by Aaron Murphy. Murphy, ball and stick, making his way towards goal. Flicks it off to Hurley from the 20 metre line. Just outside the square and puts it over. Well, just outside the channel of the square. You know what I mean. 2.22 Dixborough. 10 points to Danesport. We're deep in injury time. And I think the referee... Well, he has to play the injury time that's there. That's just the way it is. But I think everyone wants him to blow the full-time whistle. And anyone ahead to Tramore does because the weather's so good here. Maybe that's what might be the next move for any Kilkenny supporters on this side of the town. But a wonderful afternoon for uh, Dixborough. They've done what most people expected, but they've done it impressively and now they've gone top of the table in that group. They have indeed. A full roundup to come with the lads, including reaction from here across the rest of Sunday afternoon on KCLR as they go for another score, Danes Fort. It's just inside the 65. The shot comes from the middle of the pitch. It's a really, really good score, Paddy a really Hickey. fine score. Yeah, Paddy Hickey launching that one off the stick. Is it the last score of the game? I'm not sure. Won't make any great difference to the uh, result of this game. Ball played long. Hackett runs onto it from the 20 right. metre line at a tight angle on the near side. He hits it wide. 222, Dixborough, 11 points, Danes Fort. Poor wide again when we talk about wides and opportunities. Yes, Stainsforth have had a lot of wides, but it must be noted that Dixborough, if I'm not mistaken, could have 14 wides maybe. Yeah, so then they've been wasteful as well. So look, it balances out. You say Stainsforth had 14 wides, but Dixborough did as well. So yeah. it just tells you the, the amount of ball and I suppose the amount of possession that the Dixborough men had. They've had umpteen numerous chances. And I suppose, look, they've launched it from their backs. And today, Evan Cody's back for uh, Dixborough, and he's been a huge advantage to them. And Killian Buckley, too. Uh, uh, county senior panellist of course and Buckley and Evan Cody will add huge strength to the Dixborough and for sure when we leave today Oshin, yep, yep. Dixborough are going to be a contender and a serious contender for the championship Podcaster of note Paul Murphy won a tough ball to win there got it back to his goalkeeper Paddy Hogan and Paddy Hogan hit it out wide but it will come back towards the Danesport defence now however there is an interception a hand pass given here to Philip Cooney Cooney standing just inside his own 65 doesn't go long kind of dropped it towards the half forward line but Darmody intercepts for Dixborough runs it up towards the 65 zips a hand pass to Killian Hackett Killian Hackett up to the uh, opposition 65 to the right of centre has a shot which goes wide 2.22 to 11 points in the dying moments here Dixborough absolutely cruising against Danesport in well not windy conditions there is a, a light breeze here in Kells Road but it's a pleasant pleasant day three minutes of injury time almost played and uh, the referee says it's a, it's a line ball to Dixborough on the 20 metre line which they take quickly it's rolled to Mark Nolans that's not the full time whistle I think we'll have to go again again the referee has to play the injury time that's allotted uh, it just struck me there that both teams didn't have any interest in that line ball no. they both went to take it <laughs> Richie Hogan placing the ball on the grass on the 20 metre line inside the Dixborough half well just short of it actually he's standing on this near side as we look from the grass bank side looking over towards the dug outside. Hogan gets under that, but it's intercepted by a Dixborough hand. It's Timmy Clifford. Clifford is hooked. Danesport, they have battled hard throughout the game, despite the fact that they have been outclassed. Norton is trying to pick it up. Can he do so? Norton, has he got it? He has got it. Shortens the grip and tries to take his point, but he was surrounded by Maroon. Got his shot away. Hit it wide. It's the final act of the game. 2.22 to 11 points. Dixborough win this one. Dixborough, top of the group, following three wins from three. At Danesport bottom, three defeats.
from three. Ronnie, sum it up just before we go. Yeah, look, it's a very disappointing afternoon for Dan Sport. They knew they'd be under pressure. Uh, Dixborough have been the farm team. They've been excellent all year. Uh, in, when in, the, in the last month, of course, they are the farm team. They are one of the contenders. And nothing has changed after today, unfortunately. And Dan Sport, whatever uh, any of us country teams need, we need all our players. Short Darrow need is a huge loss. Um, you know, Paddy Hogan kept them in it. Look, the battle, then you were dead right, the battle gamely for a long, long time. But look, with the wind, that I think 10 or 11 wides in the first half and that's where the story of the game was they were then trying to score goals in the second half but all over the field Dixborough I think to be fair to him, we mentioned the contender for man the match that means Dixborough won every position and I think that's yeah. unfair maybe a little bit unfair to Dansford but they won every position and that's the strength and, and depth and quality that Dixborough have and it's no different we talk about the town teams I'm coming from the country and the country team playing the poor mouth probably but look the town teams are just very strong they have the quality yeah. they have the numbers they have the mobility and they have the as I said the players there and look it's going to be tough for some of the country teams but look Tullerone are one of the teams one of the country teams the contenders for sure but the Borough and O'Loughlin's after this weekend and Glenmore to be fair they're the contenders to put it up to the Shamrocks Shamrocks are still the team to beat for sure they did well yesterday against Greg Ballycannon not maybe all over the place but they're three particularly their three forwards up front yeah. uh, were excellent but look if you're looking for a, a, a new team to put the pressure on the Shamrocks definitely now Dixborough can be mentioned of six points O'Loughlin's can be mentioned for sure and Tullerone and Glenmore but all over the field I think today just Dixborough and the subs they were bringing on Oshin, just quality everywhere yeah Mickey be delighted well town teams always have the advantage of numbers but you have to harness that right and that's exactly what they have done for country teams as you say when they lose one or two players it's tough and Darrell O'Neill was missing for Danesport today and that was very very tough and uh, they did create an awful lot of chances in the second half Dixborough won 12 points to 6 4 points from Richie Hogan he stood up in the second half they had 3 or 4 goal chances as well so who knows what might have happened if one of them had gone in for the first 10 minutes they battled well they were 3 points apiece after 10 minutes uh, but then Dixborough just completely outplayed them for the rest of the uh, second half those 2 goals from Gaffney really put them uh, on top so Dixborough and Glenmore is it fair to say after the first 3 rounds of fixtures they are the two farm teams. Well, they're the farm teams. I mean, again, again, uh, they're the teams on six points, so that, that that means they're the farm teams. That doesn't mean they're going to win the championship yep. by no means, but it certainly means they're the farm teams. But there's a lot of teams and a lot of chances uh, teams to, to come good here. I believe some of the lesser teams will have a say in the championship yet. I think they'll take a scalp yet. It's not all one plane's traffic yet, but we know this. Dixborough know this over the years. They've been very close over the years. The village haven't gone away, so um, I wouldn't write any off that written right off any of the lesser teams just yet but if you're looking yep. for a farm team based on results Glenmore for sure uh, or Lachlan's for sure and Dixborough but Dixborough and Glenmore top in both groups and they're the main contenders at this stage but there's an awful lot to play for in the next six or eight weeks OK Adrian Ronan thank you very much for joining us here in Kells Road where we've watched uh, Dixborough beat Danesport and beat them well Danesport they went for goals early in the second half it took them 20 minutes to get a point from play in the second half but that's because they were going for goals and that tells you um, their approach it was a brave one didn't quite work out but it was brave they went for it uh, Dixborough 2-22 Danesport 11 points I think is the final score it's gone off the scoreboard in the corner there but uh, yeah, either way 2-22-11 yep. ok yep. well I'm not great with numbers but I remember that Adrian thanks to you thanks to uh, Aoife Mullen on stats she will argue by the way with Robbie and Shane back in studio that Coop Culling is one of the greatest it doesn't matter that he doesn't have an all-star he's got something more than an all-star or an all-Ireland medal he's got that legendary status <laughs> That argument will continue. Um, that's it from Kells Road. We've got reaction to come from here and every other game, of course, across the uh, weekend in Kilkenny and Carlo. But for now, I will leave you with the final score in the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling League encounter. It is Dixborough, who now topped the group to 22, Danesport 11 points. 
KCLR Live Sport. Dixborough versus Damesport in round three of the St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League. 